Paul Stenhouse is with us from the States this morning. Kia ora, Paul. Good morning, Jack. I'm hearing about that lovely Auckland weather and dreaming yeah. of it, really, because there's... Um, snow. I don't know. There's snow, and it's not melting because it's still below freezing outside. Yeah, yeah. This rose. is the first snow um, of your winter pour. So does this mean that it you'll is? be probably getting a white Christmas in New York? Well, <laughs> if it doesn't melt, it'll <laughs> still be white. Um Hopefully it will have melted by could then. Could be a sludgy Christmas. Yeah. It could oh be yeah, a that's the thing. Christmas. People think snow must be so beautiful in New York City. Oh, it's so romantic, and maybe it is when it's falling, but then it turns and piles up yeah. on the trash, and it's just awful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> never mind. Well, hang in there. Hang in there, Paul. We're thinking right. of you. I'm sure you'll be able to enjoy a few Christmas treats nonetheless. Um, this massive hack uh, of the U.S. government is amazing. It hasn't had a whole lot of coverage. This week, but it's really significant, isn't it? Not only because they managed to access all sorts of really sensitive systems, the hackers, Mm, but because mm. they had access to those systems for a long period of time. It took a long time for them to be discovered. Yeah, since March, which is just wild, really. And this is, it's worrying because of just the, 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 the caliber, I guess, of the businesses and the um, government agencies they managed to get into. We're talking like the Pentagon. We're talking about places like Microsoft. Like these are big, obviously, businesses um, that have a lot of interesting information if it's on the, you know, the business side and potentially um, really sensitive information on the government side. Yeah. It happened in a really interesting way. So the best way to think of this is this attack didn't come in through the front door. They didn't just pummel the systems of the government or any of these businesses. What they did is they found a a way into a piece of software that a lot of these companies and government agencies use to manage their networks. And so they basically embedded their malicious code into the software of this Mm. trusted software. That trusted software was then deployed no one thought there was anything wrong with it because they thought it was good. And then it was sending back, almost like in camouflage, all of this information. And it was it's actually there embedded in the kind of like infrastructure of the network, if you will. And a lot of times this software actually has sort of admin credentials so that it can do the things that it does. It's the software designed to manage networks and configure networks and things like this. So um, it needs a lot of access. And so for them to have infiltrated that and be sending data back potentially since March mm. is really worrying. And President Donald Trump, what he's got 30, 40 something days left to go, whatever it is, uh, he hasn't said anything about it. Yeah. Um, and because Russia is a, could be, according to US intelligence behind this, that, uh, that rings some alarm bells. But, uh, Joe Biden, incoming president, president elect, uh, he says that he's going to have to, you know, we're going to have to do something about this. And it's going to be just another thing for him to deal with um, as he begins in 2021. Yeah, it's it's amazing, isn't it? Like You have to, I'm not advocating for hacking, but um, it's a very clever hack, right? Oh, unbelievably sophisticated. Yeah. And, um, yeah, very, like very, very calculated and very... Um, you know, you, you, Donald Trump had that great quote where he was like, you know, the election or the, you know, the, the last election was, was hacked from a, you know, a, a man in his basement kind of thing. This is mm. not man in basement material. This is um, nation state, as they say. Yeah. Um, very yeah. sophisticated and very troubling. And of course, we're not really going to find out a whole lot of information um, about it because they won't want anyone to know how deep this has gone. Mm. The other thing is that uh, that we never talk about with these things is that, I mean, America has to be careful in the way it criticises people, doesn't it? Because 
the Americans do this to everyone else. You know, like oh, we yeah. should. It's ludicrous to think that the Americans aren't hacking other nation states all the time. Don't even start me on yeah. um, election misinformation. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Dropping pamphlets <laughs> yeah. in South America and yeah. like, yeah, where do we yeah. begin? Uh, but you know, it's politics. It's full of hypocrisy, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, speaking of hacks, you have some items we should be adding to our holiday to-do lists, Paul. These aren't fun things, Jack. Oh. But I believe that this is like spring cleaning. But mm. this is, you know, you've got some time. These are some kind of, um, you know, summer cleaning things you might want to be doing with all of your technology. Um, because the thing that we're really bad about, a lot of us, is our passwords. We reuse them. They're not very strong. Um, and so if you do have some time this holiday, try and change your passwords. I know that sounds terribly boring. It's so but boring. If you're, I know. But if you're one of these people that reuses your passwords, I please... For me, can you at least have three passwords? One for your email would be great. One for really important things and then one for like not very important things because it's really important to protect things like your email. Why do you, does it matter so much about your email? Because if someone gets access to your email, they can then get access to every single yeah. one of your services that uses that email address. Yeah, yeah. Right? So that would be potentially your Facebook and your Twitter. And if someone got hold of those and they have your name on it and they can start posting awful things or even illegal things, that's a really bad look for you and can get you in all sorts of trouble. So um, make sure those have got strong passwords. Your email, you should also turn on what's called two-factor authentication. That's like um, with oh, the bank so when you have to put in no, the Paul. extra. Oh, it, it's so is, but annoying. Can, oh. But yeah. You don't need to, you can get your own devices. You want to make sure they are the ones that can remember so that that means that you don't have to keep doing it if you're on your personal devices. But if you'd go to log in on like a friend's computer, mm. then you want to make, that should be it, right? The other one, and I know you're good at this actually, you, because we've had conversations about this in the past, make sure your files are backed up. Yeah. We've got so many photos these days, photos, amazing memories, amazing videos, you don't want those to be gone. Um, you know, it's it's it, sometimes it's like your laptop gets stolen. It's like your house is burned down in the fire. So look into services like Google Drive, Microsoft OneDrive, Dropbox, um, even still the old school way of getting a hard drive, filling it up, and storing it somewhere that's not your house, somewhere mm. secure that's not your house, mm. is also very beneficial. So I know it's terribly boring, but password managers are also your friend. I will tell you this right now, Jack. I could not tell you right now my banking password. I couldn't any of my banking passwords, investment really? passwords, any of my services. No, I use a password manager, the complete gobbledygook. And I, you know, I couldn't even tell you my password for Netflix. But no what idea. if someone no finds idea. your password for the password manager? Uh, I mean, so that's got two-factor authentication. Yeah. That's got oh, a lot of protection. Of course it does. <laughs> yeah. Of course it does. No, I know this is all incredibly <laughs> practical and pragmatic. Which is, Very which is good. Stuff. Yeah, I know. This I'm is being digital miserable. Digital literacy 101. Yeah. This is like, you know, we, we learn about financial, well, we don't really learn about financial stuff at school, but we learn to read and write at school. We learn financial stuff in our teens and our early 20s or whatever. Yeah. And now this should be a staple, like a 101 yeah. for everything digital. I kind of agree, to be honest. Hey, thank you so much okay, for so everything I'm getting off, I'm getting off my soapbox for the year. There <laughs> yeah, we go. Yeah, you do. Enjoy it. your holiday as well. I will do. You too. Accounts. We'll be hoping that you have a nice, <laughs> like a, a non-slushy white Christmas in New York City. Look forward to speaking again in 2021. Merry Christmas, Paul, and thank you, you for too. everything this year.